Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. And welcome to In the Bleak Midwinter. We're doing episode starting with episode nine, and we have a very special guest. We have Emily Evans, and I'm going to give a little intro, but I'm going to allow Emily to introduce herself more thoroughly because Emily does a lot. She is a composer. She's a singer. She does uh, coordinates dubs and is also a voice actress for the dubs. So she's done a lot of work for the webtoon community. Her music can be found in In the Bleak Midwinter itself, which is really really cool. And I will let Emily now tell you more thoroughly what she does and which webtoon she works on. <laughs> and obviously, check out all the links in the description where you can find her work. So Emily, take it away. Hi, thank you for having me again. Uh, my name's Emily. You may have you, I mean, heard me now because Mindy just introduced <laughs> me. Uh, more formally, I'm a voice actress. I'm a singer. I'm a composer. I do webtoon dubs and I'm a webtoon influencer. I've worked on a lot of other official dubs for things like Purple Hyacinth. I voiced Kim for the trailer. I voice Anya officially for In the Bleak Midwinter Universe, which is very neat. Uh, and I do dubs for those things. I do a couple other things. But uh, overall, I'm a very big In the Bleak Midwinter fan. So, <laughs> yes. And Emily also told me that she will convince me um, that to like Delta. So <laughs> I have a high class task here. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we're going to start with episode nine. We're going to be doing nine through... 10, 11, 12, 13. Yes, <laughs> request time out. And we start out with actually my favorite character, <laughs> which is uh, Ivan. <laughs> you gotta realize everyone who enjoys Kieran likes Ivan. I feel like there's like the, the pattern here, there's like the overlap. I'm like, oh, you're gonna start reading In the Bleak Midwinter? You're gonna like this guy. <laughs> that is interesting. You know, I actually, um, I think when I found out that In the Bleak Midwinter was coming out, I put up a bunch of Instagram polls um, comparing even uh, Ivan and Kieran and people had to like vote and all that stuff. And I collected all that data and I have it ready to make a video out of, but I have not made the video yet because um, of my, yeah. any life duties, but um, I hope to complete it one day. And then yes, I'm very back. curious. Yes. It's interesting. Um, mm. uh, okay. Do you want to guess who was the winner over Kieran versus Ivan? Generally, I'd say I'd say generally people go towards Kieran purposely just because they know Kieran more and there was more depth. Especially since from when you said this poll was taken, Ivan probably just got introduced. So I'd say more people voted for Kieran just because I know it has a very active community and more people would vote. Right. So you bring up a very good point. Um, I actually studied statistics. So you're obviously right. Like the sample is totally, can be completely skewed towards Purple Hyacinth fans. I had not even started podcasting on In the Bleak Midwinter at the time. So obviously it's the, you know, who's available to answer my stories. But yes, it was Kieran who generally won out. And um, I just gave away the major you know, fun time in the video, but yeah, that was fun. <laughs> no, it's neat. It's neat. It's they, they're very, I, I, you know, I mean, I can get into it, but they're very like simpatico characters, you know, like characters in different fonts kind of for me. Hmm. Yes. Okay. But we're starting with them. Yeah. So we, he has his eyes closed. There's some sound um, blurred text around him. We see his hands, more blurred text. And then we hear someone say, well, and he finally opens his eyes and it is Yelena. And she is staring at him with her eerie red eyes. 
he's in the prison cell and he's like yeah sorry not sorry so even before we read the rest of it you can just predict based on their previous interaction she wanted him to do something shady and he's like no <laughs> and not only that he just he loves to make fun of her because of it i think he's i i think my favorite thing about ivan as a character he's just like i will make humor out of anything because life is laughable not in like a everything's funny way but because like this is just i'm not even gonna entertain it so it's funny yeah. i'm trying it's very impressive because um yeah yelena kind of has the physical power right now to hurt him so mm-hmm. it's pretty brave of him to speak that way to her <laughs> yeah but he's stubborn so wouldn't put it past him yeah i'm, I'm very impressed with him and he says sorry not sorry but i didn't hear a single word you just said lady and i guess that is we as readers know it's true because it was blurry when you had his eyes closed so i guess he really wasn't listening and they do always have to have this too whenever i read other webtoons and someone's lying or i'm trying to figure out if someone's lying or not i'm waiting for like the text to appear in red because it's so influenced by purple hyacinth <laughs> that's, that's me with purple hyacinth fan fiction i'm like i'm looking through the like like scrolling through the the fanfic and i'm like is there going to be red text where's the red yeah. text it's going to be a good fic if there's red text <laughs> but it's like hmm who would lie that is funny yeah um unfortunately you see a bit of blood on his shirt so that kind of does indicate some previous abuse (laughs) i wonder Um, how how closely with this i mean i know from season two everything kind of intermingles and there's just separate perspectives that jump very back and forth like the delta and anya seem to be taking place in just one day i'm wondering if that's the same shirt from the previous episode he was in episode three four maybe it's from when he got punched yeah, I, I would assume they're not giving him a change of clothing. I think they're just being extremely stinky and in the same clothes that they got captured in. I mean, the I question is, do you think Ivan cares? <laughs> Listen, I personally, for my own like personal taste, hope he cares about being clean, but I'm not going to fault him for not being clean in a prison cell. You know, that is life. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because um, I was reading Sandra Clare. Uh, I think it was her and she writes shadow hunters and in some interview she at some point said that she she makes a point out of writing that the characters you know shower and eat because she feels like that's part of real life and you have to include that and i'm I'm definitely very attuned to like you know characters who somehow never go to the bathroom and never shower and never eat and some and they're you know um just living in this non-physical realm somehow (laughs) yeah well back at it our man is squatting on the ground little pose <laughs> oh i forgot to tell you if you want to read read the panels oh you go ahead. <laughs> sure do you want to read ivan and i'll read yelena because you like okay. ivan <laughs> sure <laughs> fine i'll even try to be dramatic um you know because uh you know we are we are within dub territory i guess and i okay. will be the dramatic too so don't <laughs> okay <laughs> and he squints just opens his one eye very disrespectfully he's like or are you a lady what are you even your perseverance is impressive ivan (laughs) and she walks towards him but futile yeah and he is staring at her with his stubborn face his mouth is set it's closed Mm -hmm. like he's determined not to give her anything he wants and he just Mm -hmm. stares at her he doesn't respond with anything because yeah Mm -hmm. he is not interested in giving her what she wants Mm -hmm. and yelena turns back to robo chin which i dub him that I've, I've called him that thank you spoilers <laughs> that is a good name the patreon it the, the man the, the, the robo chin 
stand him up. Mr. Robochin comes over, brings him up, and Ivan's just like watching before he gets yunked. Yeah, he's, I guess that is the sound effect for the hop over there. <laughs> oh, but he does not look like he's in great shape because he's sweating. He's, he's like gasping. So I would imagine that this time in the cell is taking its physical toll on him. Mm-hmm. His hair looks great though. <laughs> Sorry. He's like, whoa, they're handsome. Easy. The appearance help. of Bivin as the Bivin? phantom pulse. Bivin. <laughs> Bivin? Wait, am I, what am Bi- I? Like, like bisexual Ivan. So everyone's calling oh, him Bivin. because he's all calling him handsome. Oh, I think he's just, what's the word? It's like mocking him again because it's fake flirtatious to someone uh, he obviously intensely dislikes. So I think mm-hmm. it's just making a mockery of the his captors. Oh yeah, I was um I was actually just directing Liam, who's Ivan's voice actor before this, uh-huh. and he hasn't been Ivan for a while. And I was like, yeah. So in this, he's kind of like in prison, but he's like not having the worst time, and he's having a bad time, but not the worst time. And he's like flirting with all the guards because he's just having a time. <laughs> so I'd say it's on par for him. But yeah, he he gets shoved by Robochin, turns back yeah. to him, and yeah, he is placed in handcuffs. I'm sorry, Ivan. And yeah, at this point, he does, you know, when, when Yelena goes away and he's walking and presumably Roboman, Robochit is not looking at him, his, his face becomes a lot more bitter and he's, he loses that flippancy that he has, you know, like it's a front to put on to show them he doesn't care, but you can really see the toll that this captivity is taking on him when he's walking and his, you know, his eyebrows are furrowed and he, he doesn't look like he's anticipating what's about to happen. No, I, he... I think Ivan's the kind of character he's a lot of the characters are pretty similar in a way. I mean, I kind of notice this where they have masks that they very much use mm. to cover how they are internally. A lot of the characters like Anya, like I'm not going to let others see how I feel because I feel guilty. I think Ivan in place of that is I'm not going to let people see how I feel. So I appear stronger. Hmm. I really agree with you. I'm curious actually to hear your perspective on how you contrast his behavior here in prison where he's that's very clear that what he's doing versus how he was in the camp. Because I felt that he was pretty authentic in the camp. Um, he was very oh, soft yeah. to Anya. He was very real. He he told her his real feelings on, for example, the soulmate. Um, he was sensitive to her. You know, he he was obviously very you know warm to Misha. So I like I see him as being a lot more authentic in the camp, like with mm-hmm. the human camp. What are you, what are your thoughts on that? Oh no, I absolutely believe that. I mean, the only time I can really recognize behavior like this is episode 30 perspective no no not sorry not episode 30 episode 27 mind over matter well mm-hmm. i i'm crazy i know all the numbers of the episodes That's um, yeah <laughs> episode 27 when he's having the he's meeting lunch with uh luca and anya and he's sitting mm-hmm. at the table and, and everything's like jovial he's fine he's can't, he laid back and then they talk about the war and then he finally lets go and that mm-hmm. like that's the one time i feel he's not like showing his true self but he's kind of letting his emotions kind of pour through and mm-hmm. i feel like this is another panel that's a really good like example of that yeah sorry am i, I going on par with your question no that's good um mm-hmm. you know it, it it just really makes me think about how i think ivan well yes i do think he is authentic i do agree that he hides away his emotion i think he has a lot of anger and pain buried in him um over what happened in the war obviously we know that he lost his family um, and I think that he has had to, I don't, 
I mean, I, I don't know if you can really ever fully process it, but I don't think he has. He definitely has just that that anger within him that is fueling him. And mm-hmm. as a person who, you know, my favorite romantic, um, I guess, incident or or exchange or relationship is when, um, you know, the guy is, you know, outpours his emotions or his grief or his pain and um, the romantic partner comforts them. So whether yeah. that's Kieran, whether that's Ivan and I, hold on a second. I, Hello, I chose the background. Bye. <laughs> okay, so um, we now have we this very grim interior looks cement that we have like these machines. It goes bzz, bzz, and um, the screen with this technologically advanced looking image person um and graphs and charts and then we see we see these wires and ivan has this look of shock yes Mm -hmm. we can already guess what's going on uh i hate to even describe it because it's i am not too good at like seeing violence and like torture and stuff like that so oh god how were you at episode 17 whatever just terrible <laughs> oh god <laughs> yes uh, unfortunately but anyway it's it's poor omega and he is it's like these currents going up through his chest and he is his his eyes are closed with i mean at least we don't see them they're behind his hair um it just looks very horrific it looks like she's shocking him to some extent it's as i've been told i think this can be revealed uh i think it's sucking it's actually Mm. suction but it's still not nice to see Uh uh-huh and um he is being rather stoic throughout this all which we would expect from him and yelena has a very sadistic looking smile she is so pleased about this she's like (laughs) she's like that that i mean with the cat with the the and the little knives all around it like mm. yeah I think that she has been very damaged and we know that like there was some something weird going on in her past with her father and experimentation and I think that kind of made her a little cuckoo um I think she kind of broke with her humanity and just be it's a little bit like maybe acting out what was done to her in a way mm-hmm. um sometimes yeah. that can make people feel a lot of people who have been abused kind of um, can do that to others as a way of regaining their power and not being feeling like victims um and i think mm-hmm. something's just snapped in her brain and she crossed this border of like humanity and compassion and and she no longer has that mm-hmm. definitely i think she's and she's one who takes a lot of pleasure in it i mean a lot of people argue, I'll get more into this with episode 10 and more when I speak about Delta. I'd say Delta is kind of the same, but it's different perspectives. He kills them because, of course, his whole thing with his family being murdered. I feel like a lot of the big power figures and in, in the week midwinter have the same kind of thing. Like all these different factions, like humans were doing this because the androids do this. Androids were doing this because the humans did this. Rates were doing this because, insert redacted here, did this. But everyone in a place of power seems to have a reason for hatred towards someone else and their cause for violence. And mm. I mean, we still don't know what Yelena's is. It's supposedly her father, but it's, yeah, she's definitely quite sadistic. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, I think that does reflect reality quite well, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I think the more you uncover things, there's always a very complex web of reasons that people do things, people, countries, etc. Mm-hmm. So uh, now we have a full view. She is standing over him completely, yeah, like power hungry. She looks like she's like drunk on power. And she's just quite wondrous, isn't she? And we do, I, okay, I'm, I can't remember exactly the truth. I probably should have reread the fast passes again because I can't remember what information is from which episode. But we know that she has some personal relationship with Omega and they've met before. So I feel like this is very much her regaining her power over something where the last time they met, she was not the powerful one. And I feel like Mm. um, she feels that he did something against her. So now she's, the tables are turned and she's delighting that she has him in her power. Yeah. Uh, she referenced, she's referencing him in their past in episode 42 at the beginning in the first scene where she has him tied up then in episode one, no, not episode one, sorry. It's referenced in episode eight, previous episode where they're just by themselves and they're talking. Mm -hmm. And then this is the current episode, but I say those are the only ones where it's kind of referenced, but it is made apparent. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm glad I have a walking encyclopedia here. (laughs) No, I was going to say, I'm literally the... (laughs) in the Blakewood Winter Encyclopedia that's some scenes I remember word for word and that's kind of a problem no that's, that's awesome I guess just stop me if I say anything that's in the fast pass episodes I got <laughs> you the fast pass. Mm-hmm. um and he is you know chained by the by the wrists um he is kneeling on this uh what is that word slatted floor and he has yeah. this um pipe giant a couple like a big one and two a couple small ones connected to him and right like you said um i guess we'll find out later that she's removing something from him mm-hmm. um and ivan at this point has schooled his face he has put back on his mask of flippancy i think because also you know he and omega did not get along before and obviously when you're in um captivity you don't want the capture to have anything that they can use against you so if he shows sympathy for omega they can use that against him and he doesn't want that to happen mm-hmm. i think uh, another thing is she's trying to present this to him as something marvelous and i think maybe she potentially thinks this is going to help but in her weird twisted mind she thinks oh wow if i show him this grand spectacle he's finally going to join me mm-hmm. and ivan's just like like is this what you wanted to is this what's supposed to convince me that I'm supposed to join you? Like, quite marvelous, isn't he? Wouldn't you like to be a part of this? And then he'll be like, mm, I don't know. So Ivan's like, if you say so. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point because people who are like twisted, like you said, in their minds, they don't recognize how other people don't see things the same way. Like, mm. they're like, no, I don't think it's a great idea to, you know, I don't know, cleanse the world of this race or to, you know, subjugate this people. They're like, no, but in their minds, they're so convinced that their way is the correct way that they don't understand that other people find it repulsive. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll bring this up with Delta later. At least I think out of all of the factions, the androids are actually somehow the more lenient of them, because at least with the humans, the humans are like, we need to get rid of all of the androids we need to get rid of all of them right now alexei i hate everybody and then yelena we need to get rid of this guy the 10 right now i hate all of them but then with delta it's like okay well i hate the humans i've killed them in retaliation 
but I'm not going to kill Anya immediately because she's right here, nor am I going to kill Galena. She's safe. Like, I feel like that's kind of somewhat of a show that he's not exactly entirely ruthless, and there's more proof of that within episode 10, but I'll get into that with episode 10. Once again, my Delta love pours out everywhere. (laughs) But yeah, so now Ivan gets kicked forward by Roboction. Yeah. Yeah, Mm. not very polite. And... Mm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I I mean, their their ability to draw facial expressions is great because Ivan is is gazing at Omega, and you can just see, like you said, the horror and the sympathy, and it's he's not something he probably was expecting to feel about, you know, Omega, who was his sworn enemy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, Ivan is not a heartless guy, and you know he is disturbed by suffering and feels compassion, and that's why I like him. There's a question here that I ask myself and I ask other people. Do you think that, I mean, you you said, but do you think he's compassionate towards what he sees? Or do you think that he's disturbed by what he sees more mm. so? Because I, I read his both. expression as, I mean, it's concerned, but I read it more as like disturbance. Okay, I hear. So meaning more disturbed at Yelena's craziness than compassion for Omega per se. I definitely hear yeah. that. I'm going to still, still say, I think there's, a bit of compassion being awakened in him and i do think oh yeah no no right yeah, i no. think that he never saw omega as someone anything other than an adversary and someone an object to be hated but i think this captivity with him is making him realize that there's more to omega than just the enemy and i think that especially seeing him tortured and seeing him down is going to is beginning to awaken feelings of compassion in that and obviously, my hope is that they will you know break out of prison together cooperate Rose. <laughs> the wolf bane getting out of there mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but i i think it's a shift of disturbance to compassion mm. like this is disturbing no one should go through this even you and right. now i'm like well yeah you deserve some rights because no one should be going through this mm-hmm. kind of that kind of perspective but then it goes to omega same kind of tired face and then omega i didn't finally says something right yes yeah it's like what the hell are you doing to him <laughs> and i guess you want to do yelena weakening him grass weakening him is changing is, him uh, is omega like semi-unconscious at this point because he doesn't seem responsive i'm trying i'm trying i you know i think as i scroll down it looks as though he is passed out i don't actually see him awake i mean he mean he could just be in some sort of daze kind of like um if you remember like episode four or five when he gets shot with those yeah. those bombs and he's just like out for the count but mm-hmm. he's like his mind is like processing and loading i think maybe that's what's going on this is some kind of like overload or mm-hmm. loss of something that's making his mind go into whatever uh what was this episode called this was called request, request timeout potentially yeah potentially it's like his mental timeout yeah okay mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's just gripping his chin. It's so gross because it's an imitation of like a lover's gesture, right? It's, it's intimate, oh but it's abusive and it's taking advantage of him. So it's like, it just twists the like cruelty and disgustingness. Mm. I've seen so many comments of people who are like, it makes me so uncomfortable that Yelena has such close body language. And I'm like, that's the yeah. point. She's, she's using yeah. it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's subverting expectations. Mm-hmm. And Ivan, you know, just gives her a glare, essentially. And she says, 
The only thing capable of truly destroying the Ten is the very thing that gave them their second life. Dramaxel. And he looks down at them like... Yeah, it's definitely a disgust, horror, you know. And she says, it took years to collect my current supply, to alter it. You know, I didn't really catch that before. What do you think, what do you think it means when she says alter it? Like, what is she altering? Okay, so I'll be honest, like, when it comes to stuff like this, I don't try to make it make sense, because I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's just there for plot purposes. I don't have to, like, be a scientist. It doesn't have to be 100% accurate or explained i'm like it doesn't matter it's like a plot device and the point is like what it does like i don't really care about how dramatical works and what does it mean to alter it. like i'm like whatever it does, that's what she said it it's, does what it's, it does the, and that's it's it. the stuff it's the stuff it does the stuff yeah, i'm wondering I mean, though but i'll i'll wonder later we can continue i'm just like that I'm now probably, i'm catching that it's kind of yeah i mean my, my general thing in life is i'm not a scientific oriented person at all so i'm like uh, these things would pass me over in real life too, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, but now I can kill him. All of them. I always love how Ali makes it so you can see like the reflection of people and eyeballs. It's mm-hmm. like or one her, of my favorite things button. of her. Yes. Her, 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 her button. button. <laughs> yeah. Her button. Yeah. This is the Walmart 10. I call her like the thrift uh, <laughs> member of the 10. <laughs> like that you see that meme where it's like uh we we want mcdonald's we have mcdonald's at home in the fridge and that's yelena she's like the the member of the 10 who was left in the fridge at home not mcdonald's yeah it's a weird reference but yes so she says all of them and i want you to help me yeah, and he, you know, his eyebrows are furrowed again. He is think, looking at this very critically. His mouth is downturned. He is not happy about this. And Robotion is behind him. His arms are crossed. And Ivan's eyes are obscured as he answers, help how? And she says, I want to extract components from the wolf to add them to myself. Oh, I've seen her. Also, her, her body design is it's interesting because it's like her suit, I guess, is very form-fitting. So on the one hand, it's very organic looking, right? Because it's like very human, you know, you see her muscles, you see her curves, you see like her belly button. But on the other hand, it's like a suit, like a robot suit. So it really kind of compounds the effect of half human, half machine, but not really. Like the androids are much more robot-like in the sense that they appear to have like hard shells and they're they have clean lines and um you know they're 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 like parts but she's human and fleshy but then with that suit so it's just mm-hmm. a, a nice costume design character design oh yeah but it's disturbing <laughs> it's like a i mean her main goal is to be it's, it's not to be android it's to be human but the best kind of human the most immortal of humans and i think it's neat when you compare it like that because it's like she wanted to be the optimal human but now she just looks like a messed up android she doesn't even look as nice as the android she looks like a freak i mean yeah i don't don't know if i know her goal yet i feel like right now her goal is revenge against 10 for some reason that we Mm -hmm. don't know yet but Mm -hmm. i'm definitely curious to know her goal right now it's a nice mystery that keeps us guessing 
in my mind, as I theorize, I think her main goal is immortality is the rates goal was always immortality as a, mm-hmm. as an overlapping goal for life. But I feel like it may, it may be like even carrying on her father's legacy, because I feel like he was the one who kind of put this whole lions and sheep mindset in her head, which mm-hmm. compelled her to do this. But I think alongside this is revenge. And I mm-hmm. think the revenge helps compel her main goal, but it's kind of overtaking her at this point. It's like, uh, killing two birds with one stone like mm-hmm. okay I want to be immortal and if I have to and I get to kill my mortal enemy to do it well great for me <laughs> two birds with one stone right mm. yeah, yeah. That. but then she says uh, I've been siphoning coding that was used to bring him back to life inbuilt which, firewall oh do you have any more thoughts yeah <laughs> which we um, as the series progresses we learn more about the androids um, my assumption was that they were like kind of created, but here it's one of the clues that they were humans, they were dead, and then their their mother created them, brought them back to life in some manner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know, but I you think... might have like picked up on that earlier, but this is for oh, me yeah. one of the big, you know, detail revealers. Big in episode four, especially. Because mm-hmm. it's like, here's my big brother and here's my little brother, and then Omega is like six something and beta's like five seven and you're like hmm big brother and little brother hmm but no i yeah i, ca- I caught up on that but no, let's continue yeah. mm-hmm. inbuilt firewalls and security protocols kept him in this information safe you get this lovely trot of omega's chest and a long <laughs> pipe and a yellow says until now oh gosh and Ivan just looks at her skeptically and he's like, and you want me to what exactly? I told you already, whatever you're selling, I don't want it. Very dislike. Mm. And Delana goes on and goes, hmm. you could have your revenge for the South. I think she's not beyond means to get people to work with her, mm-hmm. even if she goes to emotional means. I don't even think I've been from what it sounds like before she was trying to appeal to him on a more intellectual mindset but then she goes further into like the here's the feelings part and Mm -hmm. then when he doesn't want that she says here's the feelings and the real logistics of what's going to happen I think now she's going into the here's the feelings part of why she you should collab with me right she is a manipulator Mm -hmm. and she leans in very disgustingly onto his hair and (laughs) His hair gets all over her face, and I don't like that panel. Oh, God, I'm thinking about that right now. Like, imagine someone leaning so close to you that their hair is, like, laying on your head. Oh. Right, so that's, it's it's exactly, you know, it's what what lovers do. It's what, if you love someone, you do. But she's hurting him and killing him. So that's why it's so egregiously disgusting and and awful, because it's the flip of what the gesture is supposed to be expressing. Mm-hmm. yeah and she says for what happened to your family your brother and now mm-hmm. everyone's like brother what brother misha's still alive and no. we find out other brother and i love i think the way that these two panels go are amazing because we see ivan's face and the coloring also is awesome the lighting and the coloring is fantastic always um, so Ivan's face is there, but his eyes are obscured. His mouth is set in a bitter line. And then you see the next panel, he is clenching his jaws, clenching his cheeks. And you think, you know, is he tempted? Is he going to acquiesce? Is he going to take revenge? Because we know that he's so disturbed by what happened to his family. And now we find out apparently his brother or something terrible happened to him. Mm-hmm. And 
you're like, is he going to do it? Is he tempted? But our good old Ivan pulls through and he's like, been there, done that. No. My favorite thing about Ivan's character is like, what, what, what makes the perfect uh, side male supporting romance kind of option character? And people will be like, hmm, how about this? Redhead, a fighter, mechanic. Also, he always uses 90s, uh, 90s rom-com comebacks. <laughs> Been there, done that. Mm, whatever you're selling me, I don't want it. <laughs> it's <laughs> Ivan Core. <laughs> yes. I, you know, obviously, like for me, in, in, a, man, in a web two man, <laughs> I find it very funny how, like, I have this whole list of like things I need in a webtoon man whom I will have a fictional relationship with, <laughs> theoretical, you know. But yeah, morality, like, he, I think that while he wanted revenge and he wanted to destroy Omega before, he would do it in the rightful manner. And to mm. kill someone when he's down and cooperate with an evil force. He won't do that. And I think that is very straight of him, very moral of him. And that doesn't mean that like he might not want to kill Omega in a different circumstance, but in this circumstance, it's not the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I mean, he, he has made threats in the past. Like he knows how he wants him to go down. Like I could tear you apart, just like how something happened is reference in episode 41. But this, he, yeah, like you said, like he wouldn't go along with us. It just wouldn't be right. He doesn't think it's deserved. Right. It kind of makes you think. It makes me wonder because Yelena's saying she would tear him apart, and he thinks that's wrong. But at the same time, when he references, he will pick him apart and tear him apart and rip the pieces, and there's no remains. Like, how is that any different? Is it different because he's doing it for himself? Is it that he wouldn't actually do it? It question. I think. I think it's you know it's that's a really good question because I think two things. Um, one, I think that. He is angry at Omega because he is the war general of the androids who have destroyed a lot of, you know, the things that he loves. And again, don't know what happened with his brother. I don't know if Omega was involved personally, but, you know, Omega right now is destroying his people's lives, right? So that's a valid reason someone is going out to kill you. Obviously, Omega would also kill Ivan. You know, you you want to kill them first. Um, But I think that a, Yelena, he doesn't know her motivations. He just sees her being sadistic. It's one thing, let's say, if Yelena would say, this guy does something bad to me and then just kill Omega fast, quick, easy. Okay, that maybe could be justifiable if Yelena explains herself. But he sees that Yelena's A, is being very sadistic in her method. And he also doesn't know her motivation. Like, he doesn't know if she has any justification. Um, she hasn't told him. So he just sees cruelty. And I, it might also maybe awaken him, right? We always say, I, I did say before, like, that he's starting to see omega as something different as maybe mm-hmm. having having worth having a personality having a history yeah. having a reason maybe and I, yeah and i want to i don't want to go too off track because we're trying to get through all this yeah. but i'm saying i think a good thing to pose is that she's trying to pose that their perspectives are the same like mm-hmm. a member of my family was killed by these people we should tear them apart together your brother was killed my father was killed we should do this together and this is how we should do it obviously but he sees through that and i think it's interesting that that's how she's trying to pose it because it shows how manipulative she is she's using her own trauma to get others to work with her and it's a, it's a form of manipulation it's very not i mean you see it sometimes in villains but not too often where they'll be like here's my cause and it's important to me but it should be important to you because you went through the same mm. right i think that's interesting but we're on 
this fun panel about Zoya, which I always find it cool that uh, she calls Zoe Zoya. I wonder right. why. I mean, it's a nickname um, for Zoe, but... Yeah, I think someone mentioned in the comments that, I mean, a lot of those names here are Russian names, so I think Zoya is just like, you know, I don't know, let's say my full name is Mindel, but everyone, so I've only been called Mindy, so I think Zoya is just a nickname. As I, I think Zoya is the Russian way of saying Zoe. Yeah, it is, it is actually. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> so she says, you're the best engineer humanity has seen since the great Zoya herself, mother of AI, some called her. I have been keeping tabs on you for years, Ivan. I know you have the raw skill. Look at what you've achieved with scraps. I give you a man-made god. Inflict on him the same pain humanity has suffered at this monster's hands for decades. If not for your brother, then at least do it for the brother that still lives. Uh, <laughs> and she's, oh. What future will little Misha have while the ten walk this earth? Their eradication is the only hope for peace. Ooh, <laughs> she does the oh, mm. it's so gross. And she, oh, oh god. yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so she's sliding her hand down his arm. Ew, ew, ew. Lady, mm. keep your paws off of him. <laughs> right, right like on his back. him like prey. Yeah, Hello, he's fitting his jaws. <laughs> hand on the peck. Ew, it's so disgusting. She's so, it's like, it's sexually abusive-ish. I mean, it's whatever. It's starting in that t- direction. She's, and yeah, it's the funky. same thing. What? She's, she's funky. You know, weirdly, I don't, I don't view it as like sexual abuse. I think of it more like she views people as like test subjects or just like bodies of like lump of flesh. Like she'll just touch it because she's like, mm, I don't care. I mm. pick this stuff apart. It's just a body. It's just feeding. Mm. It's just a heart. Interesting. I, I kind of feel it's deliberate and like she's making him uncomfortable because like I said, people that kind of touch is supposed to be from lovers and she's not. Like he's the opposite mm. of that. She's threatening him. Mm. He, she has physical power over him. Um yeah, and I think that it's it's manipulative. It's supposed to make him set him on edge, which it does. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he he says the next thing, I think, if you would yeah, like to be Ivan says, again. Why not do it yourself? You seem to have done well on your own you and the rest of these clowns <laughs> and she's like stopping her her stroke of his chest and she's like, like excuse me <laughs> he's like i can forgive you saying i'm a monster but you calling me a clown that's the end of it yeah she good and now he's like ah mm. <laughs> right she grabs his throat and like yeah and, and, you know that's what he wanted he wants to get a rise out of her I, that's and he's like oh now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Come on, don't be shy. The panel that sent Ivan flan- fans ablaze. <laughs> yeah, I think also because this is her true self, right? Her stroking him and her like petting words and nice, you know, oh, come join me because of this. That's not her true self. That's just what she's doing to try to convince him. Her true self is violent. Mm-hmm. Her true self is aggressive. So yeah, so he's like, yeah, I got you. I got you to stop pretending. Mm. She says, do not vex me, Ivan. There are limits to my patience. Look at this. Take my deal. Her little mmm. He's like, take my deal. Yeah, he is smirking. He's happy that he got a rise out of her and that she's showing her true self. He's like, so what? You want me to dissect the wolf? Take whatever makes him special? His regeneration. She's, this is, I love this for her because she's like, I've been saying this for the past two weeks, you idiot. I want to live. (laughs) 
his regeneration. That's their greatest gift. They don't age. Also, beautiful Omega white eyelashes. Beautiful. I know. It makes them beautiful. like a little child, you know, like these sleeping babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't Character age. design is crucial, by the way. Like, you know, he, he might be intimidating, might be a war general, but those white eyelashes make him all cuddly. <laughs> yeah. Then the big, the big, those make him attractive. He's, he's a very well-shaped person. His face is very well, well-proportioned. He's a well-shaved man. He's a well, I, well-shaped man. Yeah, I will admit it. Even though I am in like a lot in love with Ivan, I think Omega is way handsomer than Ivan. <laughs> At least in my my according to my taste. <laughs> I love you, but you. Mm. <laughs> oh, so I want to hang out with Ivan. I would choose Ivan, but Omega is pretty to look at. <laughs> uh, it, it's like kiss, marry, kill Ivan Omega Delta with you, and I know exactly where each of them would go. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, then she says, their wounds heal. Even the remaining human organs are preserved due to Dramaxel. I say, I think that gives a lot of hints about Anya. But... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he and says, he's like, then what? We kill the wolf and his siblings, after which you and your brother are free of hunger, of fear, of this war forever. And he looks at her and he looks down at him. Which again is such beautiful visual storytelling. It's showing the choice in his mind. He's like, yes, no, do I, don't I? And you see him again looking at Omega. He's furrowing his eyebrows, right? It seems like he has to think about it. It's a decision. And again, like we see the parallel, the close up of his eye, the close up of Omega's eye, looking all sweet and innocent and cute and cuddly. Mm -hmm. And she says, think about it. You would be the savior. You would be the savior of the human race. This thing destroyed your life. He destroyed mine. Now we can destroy his as a couple. (laughs) She's so gross. It's like, I want Ivan to receive all these loving gestures, but not from Yelena. (laughs) So gross. Interesting that you can see the Dramaxel on like Omega's back. Like you can see it in Mm. his back. Hmm. It's very neat. Mm. and he is once again looking and he says i'll think about it it. which is interesting i I don't i don't think he actually is going to think about it i think he just said to throw her off to give you know i I think a good hint of that is that you know when he usually had this kind of confliction of this inner anger we've seen him like bite his cheek kind of Mm -hmm. as an instinct he doesn't do that here he just goes straight and saying i'll think about it (laughs) i never noticed actually like yeah i actually just noticed it now i was thinking like because he didn't bite there was didn't there wasn't like an inner inward beat of hesitation i think right. well there was a hesitation but it was purposeful mm-hmm. he's like yeah okay wasn't yeah. total commitment but it wasn't total like not commitment yeah the framing is so beautiful i love how their art has improved so much you know it's like the back you know omega's in the foreground ivan and elena are in the background and coloring the lighting is so it's just very aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. all right next episode okay thank you to my current patrons Susie, lady libris lily molly veronica emily joe rochelle saucy tacos and rose alexa misty joanne imelda esther watching you people emily jean jen Kay, lily beckett christine city Teresa, mrs castaldo nini and emma pora your support is truly appreciated Thank you.